Demons walking next to me up in the dark Painting bloody pictures on my city wall This temptation won't leave me the fuck alone Gotta hold me now, I'm trying to shake it off Heard some shots on the corner Saw my nigga on the corner Saw some blood on the corner Mama crying, oh lord, oh lord, oh lord I watched him close his eyes I swear to God, that's the first time I seen a man die can't take these visions, really gotta hold of me That's why I can't sleep, that's why I can't eat sometimes This monkey on my back, I can't breathe sometimes Deep off up into it, I can't see these lines Oh yeah, every night I go through hell Easy to see through the fake cause it ain't real I'm so tired of these nightmares Woke up early morning from a dream when Welcome, welcome back to Spark That Talk. It's your boy Jones. And your boy Jay Lata. (laughs) Yeah, we back in the building live, full in effect, baby boy. That was that boy Bobby Love right there with his song Dreaming. Shout out to him. Yes, sir. That's a banger right there, bro. I like that. It was dope. Good vibe, good voice. My nigga keep grinding. Um, You know, he he came from a little different situation. He was involved with some gun violence (laughs) and... Right now he's uh in a wheelchair, but that ain't stopping him from getting his grind on to keep hustling. So I commend him for that, bro. It's pretty dope, man. If you guys ever uh, want to hear more of his songs, more of his music, please tap into his Instagram. Yes, sir. At Bobby Love L U V C P T underscore O H B. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to that boy, bro. Keep grinding, keep hustling, my nigga. That's just a prime example right there where don't let shit stop you from your hustle, from your grind, from your dream. You know what I'm saying? True, true. That's a good-ass example right there, y'all. But, yes, sir, right now I want to, like, throw some confetti in the air some shit like that because right now we celebrating the first year of Spark That Talk podcast. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> year one of Spark That Talk podcast. I'm um, excited. Right now, I just want to say shout out to all the people that's been fucking with us from day one, um, especially from day one, the first episode. What was that? Home versus school? Yep. Yeah, that was our first episode we ever did, man, and y'all been rocking with us ever since, and right now, we on episode 34, which is a hell of an accomplishment. Um, we on the shack. We shot, Yeah, we definitely appreciate y'all listeners, because if y'all wasn't listening or telling us, giving us feedback, or even... Enjoying the episodes, we probably wouldn't even have the the energy to even keep doing this. You know what I mean? But the fact that y'all fucking with us and enjoying Spark that talk and you know realizing sparking conversations about shit that matters really fucking matters. I fuck with y'all, and we appreciate you guys heavy. Thank yes, you sir. so much. You know what's crazy was when you brought up Bobby Love was you said you know shout out to him because he didn't he didn't like. Um, give up on his dream, you know. Although certain circumstances putting him in the predicament he's in now, right? You know, he's still following that dream. But I want to know how how far will you go to follow this dream? Knowing it, it may not be music, maybe something else. But how far should you go to where it's like, yo, bro, you might as well just stop it now and just make it a hobby because you got to make a living. You know, I what just I mean? feel like you know. We've had this talk before where I said, when you're chasing your dream, you got to low-key still be having something going for yourself at the same time. Now, when it comes to your dreams, I feel like there is no time limit, I guess. You know what I mean? Because it's only up to that person at the end of the day. 
how long you want to keep pushing and thriving, trying to get your shit off the ground. You feel me? Because at some point, say you give up today and tomorrow was the day you got the phone call, but you just threw all your threw it all away already. You know what I mean? Yeah. What if it's like you gave up on your ninety seventh birthday? Fuck it, you just gonna then your ninety seven. Soon as soon as they blow out the <coughs> candles, nigga, they be like, see, I told your ass never to give up. You know what I mean? Knew you was gonna be a limo driver someday. <laughs> at ninety seven, nigga, I better not be working in ninety seven. I know that damn much, dog. And what would I be doing in ninety seven? To be honest, I better be in the ground. Why why you say that? I mean, you don't want to live to 105, 110. I you don't. feel like that's too much. Yeah, I feel like I feel like a, a perfect time to cut your life off and you and you lived your life would be 80 mid 80s. Mid 80s, huh? Cuz you probably don't, you don't seen it all by now cuz now probably. your kids will probably have fucking kids yeah. at that point. I don't want to be a great great grandpa. Ah. Uh. Cause I wonder how I'm gonna be. I'm I mean, gonna be, I'm a, I'm gonna eventually be a great great grandpa, but I don't want to be alive to see that. <laughs> to have to raise two or three sets of kids. I don't know about that. It's just I don't want to be. You don't want to be part. I don't want to be around. Yeah, we already yeah, are, we yeah. already experience so much wild shit right now. When you get about eighty plus, it's like you don't want to deal with no more fuckery. Like here come the next ten years of a whole new generation of just crazy shit. I can't say that though. Because the dude that's working on the house, he like 38, he already a grandpa. Damn. So what if my kids have their kids young? You know what I mean? Well, we pretty much, I mean, we still young ourselves, so I did the math. We'll be about 30, I mean about 40, 45-ish. Because he, he could be a great grandpa by the age of 60-something. Yeah, so he might have great, great grandkids. <laughs> so never mind, I take that back I take that back Lo and behold, if my kids at the age of 15 start well, At least he's gonna be able to go to Denny's nigga, And get them meals early in the game You know what I'm saying, senior citizen discounts I mean, you're already 60 Plus, yeah Fuck it But say well, if you're 50 what you stack of pancakes. Ain't nobody gonna believe your ass Bringing in three little kids Talking about they my great, great Oh, speaking kids. of that You know, it's funny Because we just got off of uh, February, right? And it was a leap year Yeah So the February 29th, right? So, say a kid was born uh, on the 29th. It's every Next four years. year, my man's ain't having a birthday. The year after, no birthday. The year after, no birthday. And then a birthday. So, in reality, he's really going to be four years old, right? On mm-hmm. the fourth birthday. On the fourth year. But on paperwork, yeah. this nigga's going to be showing as two years old. Yeah. This is real. So, yeah. by the time you like... When you really 18, nigga... And you or twenty one when you trying to go out, your ID gonna still probably be saying like you seventeen. No. Yeah, bro. On your eighteenth birthday, bro. If you no, bro. It's or gonna would show, you be older? No, you would be younger. It would show younger because it's every four years. True that. That's true. Come on, bro. So, so okay. So let's think about this thing. I got my, I got my thought. I got my math fucked up. Don't get me fucked up. I ain't a math scholar, but you're absolutely right. I just said once he hit the fourth year in reality <laughs> on his paperwork on show two. So when he turned eight, how old would he be? If he turned eight in we reality, toes, nigga, if he turned, if he, if he every, in real years, it's eight years went by. What would his ID say he is? I ain't got no fingers. It'll say three. Is it? Has to be. Because you're only going to get a real year marked on paper every four years. Ah. So right once up. he hits the eight, he's Correct. three. Correct. When this nigga hits 12, 
like just the Benjamin Button syndrome. But do you me. know why we have a leap year? I don't know. You tell me. So the world spins at um. No, no, I'm sorry. The sun evolves around the world, and it takes uh, 24 hours in a day, correct? Okay. Plus some change, point zero zero something six or something like that. So we, so all, we off the clock every day then. The so the reason why, right. yeah, so the reason why we would do the leap year thing is so that once every four years, it becomes another 24 hours. Mm. And then so that now the, the the world is set place correctly with the alignment of the sun, the way it's So spins. all that extra time creates a whole nother day. And that's why we do, I don't know why we do it in February, why we mm. take a day off of February or whatnot. Okay. But it is what it is. Nice, nice. But yeah, <clears throat> Spark That Talk podcast, we sparking convos about shit that, that matters. matters. Yes, sir. So since we at our one year mark, um, I guess we're just going to enjoy the day. Talk about whatever, bro. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I man. feel good, shit. I feel I feel accomplished with it, bro. I don't. I feel great about the podcast, bro. Well, first and foremost, on this podcast, bro. Before it even started, I really didn't think it was gonna get the jump that we that I thought it would. Okay. I really thought it was gonna be. Yes, it's a hobby, but at the same time, I really thought that's what it was gonna stick to, and and right. become, and not really become bigger than what we know now. What it is, it's not super big. But, like, there are verified people that comment and question. And oh, for sure. All the fans that tap in every time Especially that they have to the people who um, be frustrated when an episode don't drop. So that tells yeah. me that, you know. AKA IMB. That tells me that A-B. niggas want to hear the episodes, bro. Yeah, shout out to him. That's I can say over the past year, he's probably one of the. The one of the top listeners for sure. So shout out to him, bro. Thank you for and staying Shout out loyal, to the rest bro. of y'all too, because when them Spotify numbers came out at the end of the year, a lot of people had us in their they playlist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So shout out to that. I like I had liked to see that, bro. That meant a lot. Um it been a hell of a lot, bro. But you're right. I think one thing though I took in from over this year, bro, is that shout out to all the artists, bro. Shout out to the, all the artists who've been fucking with us. You know, we reach out and they they cool with us playing their music on our show, and um, you know, we love music, me and him. So it's cool to be able to bring one of our true loves to y'all too, on top of us having our discussions weekly that we do, because music is what moves everybody and moves the culture at the end of the day. So it only makes sense to try to bring to y'all music from the local artists, so that you know we ain't sleeping on them. You know what I mean? Because we always so focused on who's on the radio and all this and that, but there's still a lot of good ass talent. They have yet to make it on that level, but yet they got the music to be there. And you I believe what I mean? that's what, yeah, I believe that's what makes us different and why sure. people tap in a lot. And they also show their appreciation by not just the local artists who are featured into our podcast, but also those who listen and they thank us every time for putting up the local people uh, out in the South Bay, on the you real. know, uh, South Central, Long Beach, all that, man. You know, all the way to San Diego, you know what I'm saying? Oceanside. Fucking um, Alaska. Even I mean, we got people in other countries listening. We got we got artists from Memphis that be that we've already hosted on our show too, bro. And just shout out to all y'all. Keep grinding. Keep doing y'all thing, bro. We appreciate y'all support. Yeah. So um, yeah. Last week, I'm glad y'all touched on some topics. If y'all didn't know, that was the little bro Toothbone who was a a special guest who took over my place. So sorry and apologize I could not be on it I was away for work Away for business 
one thing I give you, bro, you didn't come back this time with the no sims. Uh, yeah, dog. So if y'all don't know the no sims, I think we explained it. It's like they worse than um, mosquito bites. mosquito bites, bro. Yeah, like they really are. <laughs> like if you got the juicy blood. <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm glad you didn't come back with that, big dog. Yeah, but my legs still look like they been munched on by something. But I'm glad you back, my nigga. Um, yeah. But while oh, you was gone, while I was gone, bro, okay. I'm gonna tell you this. And for all those who don't know, if you do have an ear infection, mm. don't elevate yourself to a high to where it's <laughs> like you're going to get an emergency calm down from the right. plane. To bring, you know, I'm just saying I had an ear infection, did not know of, but I did hear my ears pop. Mm. But while I was in the um, in the sky, bro, um, I spazzed out. You was telling me, bro, like, so what was that experience thinking? Like, you blacked out or what? Man, I, that's what I felt like. It felt like a blackout, but I still felt like I knew what I was doing. I don't know if that even makes sense. So oh, basically, I know, exactly what you, I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. I passed out you just on the plane. Couldn't control it. Couldn't control it. That's what it was. I couldn't control it, but my <laughs> eyes were closed and I was. <laughs> I really was See, like this and hitting the back of the seat in front of me. But you couldn't stop. Couldn't stop, but when I stopped, when I finally came to my senses, I yeah, I don't know. My big ass self thought I I could play it off. I was, like, <laughs> and the dude next to me in the middle seat was like, "Bruh, don't act like you didn't just punch the back seat." He probably looked over it. like, "Nigga, what you take before you got on the plane, fam? You good, like, bro? That's exactly what he was saying. He's like, bro, you solid? You good? You good?'" And I was like, "Yeah, bro, I just you know it's the elevation." Elevation you got didn't know what the, mm-hmm. You didn't know what the hell was going on But I'm glad you good bro Cause that could have been worse bro Like you up there like black out And then they have to land Emergency landing nigga I coughed hella hard To where it's like I felt like my soul just Came out your body Came out the body and But you know Did you feel it like right here Nah I didn't feel okay. nothing My 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 abs <laughs> Abs that I don't up? have it, it yeah, it pulled like uh-huh. it pulled every time I coughed, it pulled, and so I'm in the seat like this, like trying to stretch it out. So I'm looking like a right, right dinosaur, like, and niggas was like, "What are you doing, bro?" Like, dude, and I could tell the dude on the side of me was like, "Bro, this dude." Was you like bumping into him and shit or what? Uh, low key, we I had the armrest up, but he was kind of you know a lot of spots. They got three seats now. In the yeah, room. but his girl sat. Yeah, it was okay. three. He was three, but his girl sat on the other side, so they was kind of like. Cuddled up together right, But right. I was still kind of hitting them Because I was trying to get in a position To where I could stretch out my stomach uh-huh. Without trying to get up and stand up Every five minutes Every time I was coughing mm. So it still kind of looked weird And I looked off That's crazy You know another thing that I thought This has nothing to do with that bro But You know we all know who Little Nas X is right um, I was just kind of tripping I just saw him with a um a For new real? song. I just oh. I didn't see him see him. I just saw him with a new song with uh Nas, nigga. He got a song out with Nas, bro. And I thought that was kinda interesting. Like in Nas verse, he was like, Yeah, I'm with little Nas and I'm big Nas and I was just kinda like in my mind, I, Nas is a legend, bro. You know what I mean? And I just don't know if he did that record because he knows that Lil Nas X is popping right now Or did he really do it Because he feel like That nigga's lyrical ability Is up to par with his You know what I mean It's not It's Come on bro We know it's not But that's why I had to Raise never... that question Because I'm thinking to myself Fam like 
a lot of niggas probably would have killed to have a, a record with Nas, bro. That True. really is up on that lyrical exercise type shit. But yeah, Lil Nas X, young, up and coming and popping, and they got the damn name, the same name, and he basically co-signed it now. Like Lil Nas, nigga, what's good? Well, I bro? think, I think, I think this way, Nas took him under his wing. I won't say under his wing, but made a song with him the same way, the same way those fools, um, not naughty by nature. It was who, 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 uh. Who uh, did their little gig for Bernie Sanders when he was in town? I don't know, nigga. Who went to perform for Bernie? <sighs> Hold up, y'all. It's some older cats or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, I don't know. Why the hell Bernie got niggas coming to perform? Getting them votes, huh, I'm big boy? You right now, Public Enemy. My bad. Okay. So Public Enemy came, and that's the that's that's what I'm saying. Is like they came and showed support at his campaign rally. I think they rapped. As an intro for him to walk in on stage. Now, anybody mm. quote me on that. Don't quote me on it, but I think that's what they did. But they did perform at his rally in L.A. Okay. So I'm thinking they did the same thing that Nas did with Lil Nas X. They only did it for publicity, baby. Oh, for sure, Don't bro. Only for I the mean, money. Yeah, that's crazy. Especially with politics. Like, that's a wild world to be playing in. And yeah. they got big money to But throw here's away. the thing. Did that, for both scenarios, did that tarnish their... I guess whatever they had going with them. Did that tarnish... Basically, their legacy. The, yeah. Did that tarnish uh, Nas' legacy? No, it's... Or seen, Public Enemy's legacy? See, with Nas' situation, it's not going to tarnish him because he's so solidified. You know what I mean? Mm. He's considered what we call an OG of the game. But I think a lot of other artists might be looking at it kind of like, especially niggas who's up to par with him, probably looking like, damn, I would have killed for a verse with this nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you got, you got little Nas X. Of course, all the kids love him. So... It's just another, I just think, I looked at it like it's another play with an older nigga feeling like for him to stay relevant a little bit, especially in the music game, you got to go hop on with a nigga like this. You know what I mean? I don't know. Look at Eminem. Eminem does his own thing. I ain't hating with it. I mean, like Eminem, have we seen him really with some young niggas on records? Uh, Not with a lot, but we, remember he was bringing up uh, old boy who did the, um, we know his name, bro. Oh, Machine Gun Kelly? No, 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 no. The dude who was rapping on his uh he's the one who did the music video with the white white supremacy dude rapping and then a black dude oh, rapping. Oh, Joyner Lucas? Too. Yes, Joyner Lucas. Okay. Remember? They they had a track together. Okay. But I recently yeah. saw that T Grizzly's trying to like I guess squash some type of beef with with him right now. I guess something what happened. Beef? Well, I heard Royce Five Nine say some shit about it, like uh, I guess something like some shit that Grizzly has said, but I just saw Grizzly post some shit the other day telling him, like, let's just do 8 Mile uh, Part 2, you know what I'm saying? And we could just, this shit will be squashed, you know what I mean? Whatever the beef is, because I guess the situation was where Eminem was already hearing about T. Grizzly before and was trying to, was going to work with the kid, but they was they decided, let's just let him keep grinding because I don't want to jump in on one of his songs early and then it be like, oh, you only got on because of M. He wanted to see him be able to mm-hmm. blossom on his own, and once he finally did, now, before he was able to reach back out to him, I guess a shot came from Grizzly towards M. So M was like, "Damn, you didn't even know what you had about to brew up, little bro." You know what I'm saying? And Royce, and Royce was kind of like, you know, with this new generation, like, uh, like the codes and the morals of certain shit just ain't the same as back in the day. You feel me? When it it's comes not. to that, niggas is really just trying to find a quick lick or a quick uh, something to just hop on, bro, to blow up. But I think that's that's with life in general. It's not just with the music industry. Right. It's like 
the generation, and it's crazy how I'm talking like the generation below us because I never really thought of it that way. Was like the morals, the morals and the standards that they live by is a whole different cult than the one that we were grow uh, that we grew up and and abide by. Because now we look at them and like, damn man, they they hella out of pocket. They not listening. Right, right. They not doing all this and that. And they looking at us like, man, they not with the times. Yes, they old school. You know what I mean? I mean that was like, like us coming up. We would look at older niggas telling us something like they was retarded or stupid. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we be like, bro, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what we're going through. You don't know what the vibes is. Like, now, I really don't know half the time what the vibes is with these young niggas because they be throwing me aback because I be like, damn, y'all really into, like, some, like, faulty type of shit. And, like, this is just normalized. I know that this younger generation is more sensitive. Mm. Like, like can't like, take can't take can't criticism, take, yes. can't take can't jokes. Kind of like everything you say to them, they feel like you're trying to attack them yeah. instead of it being some game or some knowledge to get them, they brains out of their ass and start looking at the future. Yep. That's exactly yeah, I, what I I'm truly, talking about. I truly believe that's a thing, bro. Because, you know, yeah, that's, that's for sure. For and, sure and, thing, and I think what cir- uh, what circulates around that and what uh, on why that becomes a habit is because of social media. Like, we didn't have it back then like how we have it now. For sure. To where people can look at something and be like, oh, he thinks that's offensive? I'm going to feel that same way, too. Every the fact that, that the fact that niggas get so much information now, because I even caught myself the other day kind of like, damn, I think I want to turn my phone off, dog. Because it felt like I was sitting there watching TV. <coughs> I'm sitting there watching TV, and then I'm looking at my phone real quick, watching TV. Now I'm back looking at my phone again, and it's like, damn, I'm consuming what I'm watching on the TV. I'm on the Instagram scrolling, seeing some shit that just popped up. Like, I got so much shit coming into my brain at one time. And I almost had to just lay back, close my eyes, like, fuck, I can't just be looking at all of this shit at one time. It's too much information low-key coming at me at one time. And before, we didn't have that situation, bro, where when niggas was going to school, you was lucky to even have a chirp or something, especially in high school, bro. Yeah. Like, when phones came out, that was, like, a fucking luxury have to have yeah, one of them. I didn't have no chirp. You be That was a luxury if you had a cell phone, bro. But even at that time, cell phones wasn't used in the manner they are now, dog. These kids be in the same room, can't talk like they, me and you talking right now, but they're going to text the nigga sitting right next to them. Yeah. It's like, that's the world we living in, and it's kind of just, I don't really know if I like it as much as I used to, because if I just want to kind of just get away and be away, then hear my phone call ring, and now all of a sudden, I got to switch on my brain activity and whatever I'm doing right then and there, my mood. To accommodate whatever's on the other uh, side of this phone. Mm-hmm. When I'm thinking about <laughs> school, bro, now that you brought up that school thing, bro, what's the one thing that you can look back in school right now, whether it be high school or middle school or a- even elementary, right, to where it's like, damn, I remember, like, I just did that shit yesterday. Mm. Oh, like, almost like... Like, you just remember that, that long? Like, yeah, like, you just remembered this time of you doing this. Like, whether you was on the tetherball ground getting roasted up by some chick... Yeah, yeah, yeah. She hitting it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what, 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 what do you, what, 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 what comes to mind is what I'm saying. Like, just something you don't, you don't ever forget, bro. I mean, I think one thing was really just the in between of the classrooms, bro. You know what I mean? Just cooling, because every day niggas was like posted up, right? Like, there was like this little wall we had in front of the library where niggas would just post up 
No, y'all was book smart. During nutrition, no, we were we were smart niggas, but but we that's not what we was conducting on breaks. You know what I mean? So we just out there. I feel like that was probably one of the main things, bro. That seemed like yesterday. Like it don't even seem like it was damn near thirteen years ago, bro. Where like that was just our lives, bro. I remember. This is what I remember. Like like it just happened yesterday, bro. Was just almost every nutrition. Like, almost every nutrition period during elementary. Mm. Like, I remember always bringing a bag of Hot Cheetos, whether I bought it that morning or whatnot. Right. And then I buy uh, the big 50-cent cookies. Oh, they were so good, bro. They were so soft. Are you talking about the ones on the the big-ass white plates? It didn't come on a white plate. They came in a wrapper. But they would sell it to you at the... uh, at the uh, inside the um, what's it called cafeteria area. Okay. But you would have to pay fifty cent. You, you couldn't pay for your t- you couldn't pay with the ticket. Like you know those dudes that didn't have money, so they pay tickets to get the right, uh, right. those government food. Yeah. So I paid my fifty cent. I would get the cookie, whether it be M M&M and M or chocolate chip. It was so mushy and gushy in the middle, but crunchy on the outside where it crumbles. This boy was and in there the loving them cookies. Bruh. Like that big. That's bro, what you. That's what you was cookie. looking forward to every single day. That's what I still. That's what I remember. Like I that's what I remember. Bro. Like I remember yeah. grabbing that cookie and eating my hot cheetos. I think we remember things when we were younger more than we do half the time now, bro. I'm gonna True. be honest, because even when I was in elementary, I remember shit. I will wake up in the mornings like, I look up to God to ask for forgiveness, but every morning I'll go in my grandma's room, bro, and she would like save pennies, right? I would literally go in her room every morning, fam, and get at least a dollar worth of pennies nigga, to take with me to school because that's the only way I could get my extra chicken nuggets, nigga, at, the, at lunch. So every day they already knew I was coming with the bag of pennies, nigga, <laughs> to get my nuggets because that was the only way I was going to have extra cash to Damn, get through, bro. That this is ele- our, that's this our like, fat nigga moment right here. Yeah, this like uh, second grade, bro. Like this how nigga was coming to school with a, a pocket full of pennies, nigga. Like Y'all thought I was doing some shit in the Long Beach district. No, this when I was in elementary, I did some elementary Illinois. When oh, I was in Illinois, okay. when I was in Illinois, that's when I was with my grandma, bro. They didn't have a government system for like elementary kids. Well, to be honest, I I don't really um, know if I was on government assistance or not. To be honest, as a kid, bro, because that was never something I thought about. You know what I mean? It like you didn't like, have to tear up a ticket and then give it to the lunch lady and then be like, "Oh, that's a lunch ticket." I don't. I don't remember that, bro. Uh-huh. I don't remember that part. But you know, I know my grandma. I mean, my sister reminds me like, "Oh, do you remember grandma had was on food stamps?" Because that's when niggas really had the physical stamps. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I really don't remember that time, bro. Like, it was probably happening, but it wasn't. It wasn't pushed in my face like nigga, we struggling like that. Yeah. It just seemed like life was so normal. True. And, I think that's one thing, uh, too, with all of this new shit that's going on, that our kids are low-key being introduced to certain things and topics way too early in the game, bro. Because for me as a kid, I just thought it was just fun to be at home with your family. You got dinner, you got breakfast, whatever. You got clothes on your back, you're going to school. You're not thinking about the grown-up activities that's going on, you know what I mean? You're not thinking about grandma struggling or mom's over here doing this, dad over there doing this. You're not thinking about none of that shit as a kid. True. You're really just trying to have fun every day so you don't really see the real struggle that's happening. But now I kind of feel like with all the technology and the shit that's in their faces, they can see way more shit without it even happening from within the household because all they got to do is watch something on TV or YouTube and get a whole new storyline or something that you didn't present to them. True. And it's something that we can't control. We can't really control that part, bro. You can put 
locks and shit on the phones, fam. But I don't think that you can stop them from witnessing certain shit. So with me saying that, I'm going to ask you this question, bro. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a little sensitive to some of y'all out there, but I got to ask this question. Um, do you feel like now with, I mean, the LGBTQ community and all of this stuff that's going on, like, do you feel like in our generation now that our kids are being presented with these different ideas of sexuality at such a young age now? Because I guess the narrative right now, I guess you could say, is to just show the world that everybody should be treated fairly and equally. But with that being said, our kids are watching cartoons, watching commercials and seeing sexuality being pushed on them at a younger age where they're asking me, well, I've had time, my, my daughter would even ask me like, daddy, why is it two boys kissing? Or why is two boys holding hands? Or why is it two girls? Like, those are the questions that's arising sometimes and it throws me off guard because I'm like, damn, I'm surprised they're showing this shit on a cartoon or showing this on a commercial when there's a kid's program on at this moment. Like, I I came to realize that it's popping up a lot more frequently. And I just want to ask you, bro, do you feel like sexuality is being pushed on our kids way too young versus to how it was for us? To me, I believe it is. I think I think it's, uh, it's too early for them to understand these things and to be pushed on them. There's one thing of showing it, mm-hmm. right? They're showing it every now and then. <clears throat> But for like like you said like to put it on a kids uh, channel or a kids commercial or even on a TV show, I feel like you're doing too much to try to push something onto a child who cannot think for himself at the moment, because now you're now you're telling this child it's okay to be this, even though their brain hasn't developed to become that yet. Right. They they you know they're, I mean? they're like, so they're already be to me in my opinion, it's a little bit of confusion way too early because. They may see mommy and daddy in the house, and then we're watching TV, and now they're questioning me, like, oh, why why is there two boys or why is there two girls right here? Like, they're asking me these questions, and I'm, like, thinking to myself, how do I respond to that? It's yeah, like, oh, yeah. no, they're just friends, or I, I don't I don't have nothing wrong with people living their true selves, their true lives, bro. But when we're talking about young kids, like, like if they're going to be who they are, they're going to be who they are at the end of the day, right? But my thing is, is it being pushed out there at this point in media where it's like, we got to push this on two, three years old, three year olds right now and let them understand that this is what's going on. I know as a parent, dude, I'm not going, I'm not going to bypass anything that I, I believe in. Right. And what my morals and what my standards are. Right. What I teach in my house is what I'm, what I'm hoping that my kids will follow. And will understand once they leave the so, house. Right. Yeah, once they leave the house. So whether whether you watch something on TV, you hear it from your friends, you see other people at school act a certain way. I'm hoping that whatever you took from my from in our house and what I told you, you'll implement that into your everyday life. Now I'm not saying that you gotta shun these people out because there's a lot of people that show a lot of hate, bro, and a lot of envy oh, towards sure. all these people who are not like them. I'm not that type of dude. I'm if I'm a right dude's not like you, you bro. Right? It's, it's it's not to me. It's Everyone's not, different, bro. To me, it's not affecting my circle that's in front of me. No. Whatever you have going on, right? Yeah. If you got a like, gay friend, cool. But just understand this: I'm not teaching you to be gay, right? Right. So right. in your household, you're teaching different things. I mean, we see what's going on right now with Dwayne Wade and his kid. Like, he's calling, man, he's they calling, did. calling his son. He's calling his son his daughter. 
like that, already like LB Griffey had roasted that. He he put that thing to shame, bro, with his skit. I said, you I, know I don't, what? I don't even true. know if I saw that one, bro. But it's just kind of like we're talking it's about funny, we're talking about kids, and you heard a lot of people talking about, oh, are they going to try to like change his like fucking male parts to become a girl at such an age? And I, in my head, I'm like, this is a kid. If you dis, if you if anybody would proceed to try to do something like that to a kid and then they get older and then they decided they wanted to be do something different, you done low-key like ruined them mm-hmm. because you trying to be on this wave that is I don't know, it's just it's just a wave that I don't know if you should be interfering or like putting getting so wild with it where you gonna start calling a son or daughter Oh, your daughter or your son now, like I see where Dwayne, I, I see where D Wade coming from. The reason why I'm saying this support is, your kids at the end yeah. of the day. And the but, reason why I'm okay, saying go it, ahead, yeah, bro. my bad. Go the ahead. reason why I'm saying it is because, like you said, he's supporting his kid, but all eyes are on him. With me just Correct. saying it, and with you just saying it, right. we a bunch of nobodies. Correct. He's up, but here he's on, on a platform where you to say where this. All eyes are on him. This is projecting across millions of households. Mm-hmm. So this a this a a conversation. It's a conversation now, and all eyes is on this situation. So when you're getting a lot of backlash for things, you can't really be frustrated with it because now you're putting your personal business out here in the streets in a way that it's going to allow for people to come in with the negativity. I would hope. So now your child, y'all might have that understanding at home, but now when this person, your child go out in the streets, it's going to be probably 10 times worse in his... um, for him at the end of the day now, because now you're going to have all the commentary from everybody looking at this person, this child, telling them what they should and shouldn't do, where it could have just been something within the household y'all could have been dealing with internally. And now you're talking about trying to protect this child. Did you Have you heard about fucking kids committing suicide from bullying and shit? You don't think the bullying is about to go into a whole nother level about to for this child? on that ass, boy. All I'm saying is I'm surprised nobody from the LBG community has not come forth no, and be like, I've, yo. I saw, I saw something on Breakfast Club. It was a drag queen. And she said was this is wrong. there was like, he doesn't agree with pushing this agenda to the masses like oh, this. Oh, that's cool then. Like, like I saw that. That's and one I was word. Like, that's one voice. You that's need one more voice. voices. You Correct. Need. That's one voice. But the thing is, it seems like they quiet right now when it comes to this topic. And it's like, we all been oppressed at some point, right? From blacks to Mexicans to Samoans, whatever. Everybody's been oppressed. But that's a race thing. Now we did have the oppression of the gays, the lesbians, the whole community, right? That was a it was oppressed, but now that it isn't such a so oppressed anymore, I just feel like the narrative now is just to promote it in every single way you can, and it seems to be hitting the kids way faster than I think a lot of parents would actually want that to be a thing. Like, I don't know. I I, I guess it's such a wild topic that if it's not affecting you, don't shame other people for doing it the way they're doing it, but also. When it comes to the masses, should this really should they be pushing this narrative? Because it's like, I don't know, bro. I'm not shaming D Wade for what he's doing, but do I think it's wrong? Hell yeah, I think it's wrong, bro. Because you're gonna. It's just to me. Because look, I gotta. I'm not gonna sit on names, but I have a, I have a, a lesbian friend, bro, and she was telling me about some stuff like, um, the type of struggles they go through, and when 
they around the kids, yeah, they may know what they doing. Mm. Like they know they know that it's a woman in a woman situation, but they're not when they're around them. They're not like showing too much affection and shit like that, kissing each other, doing all this in front of the kids because they don't want to kind of give them that perspective at a young age. They, they want gotta, them to they kinda, understand. They, correct. They, understand, they want bro. them to either. Figure out their lives on their own as everyone should be able to do without them forcing it upon them. And I had to commend her for saying that because that's there are there's so many stepping stones that they got to deal with from when they go out to, to restaurants and shit. She told me a situation where um, they was there, bro, and went in the restroom or whatever. Her spouse went in the restroom and another lady was in there and said, oh, there's a man in the restroom. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So then the security came in there and all that. And then it was a fucking situation trying to explain to this nigga, oh, this is a woman, nigga, in a woman's bathroom. So you have situations like at jobs now. Most companies have to have what? All gender restrooms? Am I correct? Because that's the law now, right? Not us. A man. lot of people supposed to, but there's still a lot of companies that don't. You so what to you going like, to You going to walk into a, a woman's restroom? Who, me? Yeah. Are you nuts, nigga? No. What you talking about, big boy? <laughs> nigga, do I dress up? Am, am I a drag queen, nigga? No. I was going to say, you going to look like a straight. No. Straight, straight pedophile. Not pedophile. No, but, that, creep, but, just, but, but that's what I'm saying. You open it's, the door like this. Fam, there's so many. There's so IP many. standing up. <laughs> Can I come in? Fam, <laughs> there is no way. Like, to me, it's like this, bro. The, the whole communion situation was where I'm getting from this whole situation is even though people are living their lives however they want to be bro uh-huh. everybody dealing with the what you want to call it the um what the fuck what is the word that I'm looking for dog discrimination okay discrimination everybody dealing with this thank you bro thank you for flying out my way like, we deal with discrimination just from a color of our skin. We, people from the LBGT community dealing with discrimination because of what they are. But I guess my whole point in the topic was to discuss the fact that is this shit being pushed on the kids too early? And is it just in their faces too fucking much? Yep. I think it is. Well, you got to be having these conversations. And when they ask you a question like that, oh, why is it two of them or two of this? Doing this and doing well, that. See, you watch more regular TV than I do because I'm more just having it on some like YouTube kids, so they don't really see it all that much. But well, they don't even the, see it at but all. But so. even on the YouTube kids, nigga, do they? I don't even Fam, see that. On on the YouTube, bro, I've seen even on some of these new cartoons, nigga. During on commercial breaks, there be these ads running that I feel like shouldn't be running on these channels. Oh, uh, see, that's why I don't want to run the, ads, bro. These are the I ads. buy the ads off. But this is what I'm saying, bro. It's the ads, nigga. The ads be coming in. There's one right now. We watching it in the front. A kid's show. All of a sudden, the ad pop up. It's like a damn... It's a naked broad doing some shit. What? Half naked, bro. Like, it's a sure? commercial that I promise you, nigga. You low-key right I, now in the number two, huh? No, I, I wouldn't lie about it, bro. Like, it's a commercial about something, nigga. But it, it comes up a lot. And I'm like, why is this shit running on YouTube kids on the commercials? So that just you know ads ads come up and it and it and it uh um it uh personifies whatever you looked up the previous time. So you probably looked up some Oh YouTube Kids? There's oh. two YouTubes. There's a YouTube Kids and a YouTube. How nigga. did YouTube Kids show that thing? Fam, I don't know, nigga. That's why I'm asking you. Do you got the answers for me, big boy? All I'm saying is you gotta watch your 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 search history. 
Gonna make sure you ain't looking at no, some funky no, stuff no. I'm, to where I'm, these types of and specific if, ads if you, are popping if up. If you on YouTube, kids looking up crazy shit, you wild. I think you'll get caught like right away. I think the government will be right by your doorstep. Bro. But that's what I'm saying, bro. But to that's what you. I'm saying. There's ads running that you can't control. Are you um, you already logged in and signed in on YouTube, kids and all that? What you mean? Like you gotta, you can log in and be like, I'm over eighteen years old. I am the, I am the parent. I'm not the kids on YouTube, kids. And then you set what site? Well, you set the the type of things they can watch. Mm. I'm gonna have to look deeper, but my whole thing you, is bro. this: I don't know why in the algorithm there'll be ads like that popping up. I don't know why there's a naked woman ad. This nigga's an idiot, bro. <laughs> this nigga's nuts. <laughs> so even on my wife's phone, nigga, and it pops up. You damn, think she's you that at, bold? You oh, think, damn. Why the fuck would I be on her phone looking at Pornhub? <laughs> Come on, bro. This nigga's crazy. <laughs> this nigga bold, bro. So even on my grandma's phone, this nigga's like, damn, you bold too. Bro, okay. I'm, <coughs> bro. Just, I, I'm just going to wait for the day you call me like, damn, Jones, you're right. There's some wild shit going on on YouTube. And I'm like, all right. I told you, dog. You say you went to elementary out in uh, out in Illinois for a couple yeah, years? for a couple years. And I was going, I went right here to a school in Compton. I feel like out in Illinois, I'm I'm just picturing this in my mind. Like out in Illinois, you was wearing like overalls with no undershirt, like to school with like a straw hat. No, nah, nigga, I wasn't on no country bumpkin <laughs> shit like that, my nigga. Come on, bro. Like I had some one fresh thing, cod. No, one like thing, you had fresh what, cod for lunch every day. At no, school. I ain't gonna lie. There was niggas over there down because I, I did all my middle school there too. You six, did all of it? Yeah, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade there. I did all three years. So when I was there, um. A lot, of, a lot of niggas would come to school with like camo and shit on because they was hunting, doing shit like that. That's what they was into. Fucking, but Is like, the black dudes? No, some of the white dudes. Oh, okay. Like, you had, you, some of, like, my uncles and shit were hunting shit like that. Like, that's why I picked up fishing from down there. That's why I, I, I like yeah, to no. fish because that's, that's like one of the main things you could do down there. That's what them dudes in Florida was telling me, bro. They was like, oh, once I buy my pontoon, I'm going to need you to come back down here so we go fishing. Yeah, so it's a, it's a real thing. I said, psych. At one point, I thought I had aspirations to be a professional bass fisher. <laughs> this nigga watch too much ESPN, bro. That's what I would be watching, bro. Like, down there in the mornings, there'll be fishing shows on. Oh, snap. Thinking of, speaking of that, there's a, um, I was watching this last night and the night before. It's a, it's a television series on Disney+. Plus. On, on on National Geographic, it's uh, yeah, tuna bluefish bluefish tuna or whatever like this. It's like their season. I was watching season. Oh, one. when they go out there and catch the, yeah, they be catching them big boys. <coughs> I don't know what I don't know a state that's based out of, but that's Massachusetts. Okay, yeah, I think I've seen that They're a few times. Where at the end of the day they come in and sell the fish to the man at the market. They so I didn't see that they sell it, but I show it shows them like like we spent three thousand or we spent. Three hundred fifty dollars on ice. We spent this oh, on this on, on yeah, yeah. and fuel, and it was like, and they taking it one hundred ninety seven miles to the middle of the ocean, right? And then sometimes they don't catch nothing, so now they're like, damn man, that's a waste of a day, uh, or that's a waste of like three days because they out there in the middle for three days, three four right, days. Right, right, yeah, that's a that's a tough business. I watched that a few times, even from the one when they go out catching the crabs and shit that's or crazy, the lobster. Yeah. Yeah, they, it's but see those crabs and lobsters. You need those big, big boys. You know the big they, boats. Yeah, they gotta go out there. Yeah, that's like the ships. And like, yeah, right with the, with the crew. Like you have. Yeah, a crew. you got a whole crew. These, These dudes niggas only have on like a regular boat. Well, I ain't gonna say regular boat. They look like charter yeah. boats, 
and they got about three of them out there with the lines in the yeah. water. Yeah, I've seen that a few times. But when they hit, when they hit big, bro, they be getting a good amount of money. The second episode, they grabbed it right. It was a tuna. He said that's about four, four five racks. So they grabbed the tuna, and while they reeled the tuna in, he popped off. He thought he had the harpoon already stuck, so old boy dead. And he, he smacked him, <laughs> bro. He grabbed it. <laughs> he looked at the camera and he said, he looked at the camera and he said, "This is what I'm talking about." This bro, the fin, bah. <laughs> See, knock old boy cold. The cameraman yeah. dropped his camera. They went to go try to revive old boy. <laughs> this is what it's all about, Bob. See, bro, I don't know. Dang. That's why you don't fuck with nature like that, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, like, I want to cut go. the fish up before you start Look, celebrating. I've been out on the charter a few times down here out of San Pedro, but we ain't never caught no shit like that. It's always like sea bass and shit like that, halibut. Things what like that big. Yeah, but they catch, catch, catch a you can catch a couple like this, but you ain't catching no fucking tuna that's no, as big as I me, feel fam. like those are like straight out and like you oh, know you what gotta, I mean. Yeah, the you middle gotta, you gotta go you gotta go on them trips that take you down to Mexico or down at the them them trips like out of San Diego. You can go tuna fishing. And you're gonna catch the fucking big ass tunas. It's nuts. I wouldn't mind going, nigga, let's go. I'm not a fish bro, I hate fishing. Never even done it's it. It's not about what you want. Life is about trying it, baby boy. We got one life. It's like too much. I feel like it's just too much. So golfing, you're not fucking with? Golfing? Nope. It's just like just, you got to put so much energy and not even produce enough energy. I don't know if that makes sense. It's like you got to have Bro, so much patience fishing, is what I'm saying. Like, is about, is a, but that's what fishing is for, to just go relax that's really what it's about. It's about... Turn, bro, if I wanted to relax, about, look, fam, I close my eyelids and I fall asleep. No, nigga. That is relaxing. It is about getting away, turning off your phone, and just not having to hear shit from nobody on this fishing excursion. It's just you, the water, and the fish. I mean, it, to me, it's a relaxing experience, bro. That's why Relaxing I like is fish. getting on a tube, one of those tubes in the middle of water. How is that relaxing when your ass gets knocked off one of them shits because you hit a boy? <laughs> Nah, your ass the- <laughs> nah, I'm gonna tie my thing to a rock so I'm not moving far. Oh, I thought you, know, you was talking about like when you. Me. I thought you meant like when you get pulled by a boat. Nah, and until you a, tubing until an eel come and bite your ass from underneath the tube. Yeah, I'm good. I, I don't even go to the beach like that. Like even living here, so close to the beach. I love going to the beach. Bro, I, I haven't young. been to the beach in years, and I used to live literally right down the street from it. Like I literally from a beach. Cherry Beach. Oh, see, that's Cherry Beach, bro. Yeah, that's just trash. That That's just dangerous. You go walk in the sand, and might get cut by something. <laughs> get cut by something. You <laughs> jump inside the water, you come back out, you got tar all over your body. Cause that's where they dump all the like, oil damn, spills. Damn, was there an oil spill today, yep. nigga? It's like that's what they doing all that at. You went in there with some white swim trunks, nigga. They come out dark as fuck. Like, damn, fam. And you got some fucking a condom stuck to your back. So What's, you're not even black no more. You look purple. Yeah, it's, like, it, man, that's it, all oil. it's nasty down there, bro. That's why you got to go further down, like Bosa Chica, shit like that. True. You know what I mean? I mean, I but because it's you, yeah, I would go fishing. I go. Let's go, bro. Let's. I'm gonna I'm look up some routes, and we're gonna get it popping one of these weekends. Go out there on the boat. Make sure to pop a drama mean though before we go. That's motion sickness pills. I don't have motion sickness, bro. Yeah, you think that right now? You been on the ship? Yeah. How many ships? If I can count my time being in the Navy. 
Look, nigga. I've I thought the same. The first time I ever went fishing, deep sea fishing, I was out there by myself, bro. I just got on the charter. Yeah, with you other was by people. yourself. Oh, okay. No, with other people, but I went by myself. Like I didn't bring nobody I knew. I was just mm. said, oh, "Fuck, I'm gonna go on the charter." And it was the night fishing, so <coughs> it heads out, bro. I'm doing all right. They cooking food on the boat, so I get something to eat. And you know the smell of that shit. It's crazy from the smell of the ocean water and then the food they cooking on the boat. So I went I to sit down. Fam, I went to go back out there to like go get back to fishing. Bro, I was throwing up. I was sick the entire rest of the time. So I was out there throwing up on the edge of the boat for at least five hours. And people were looking <laughs> at you throwing up? They was like, you good? I said, hell no. <laughs> All my life So now every time I go Nigga I pop on them pills And I be just fine You know what I like to test myself I like to put myself In the limits I don't want to pop no pills I want to go over there And see if I got motion sickness Or not <laughs> And if I do That'd be probably The best time I have Maybe so bro To eat your song My nigga But don't Don't say oh, I didn't warn you nigga True Damn man Fishing huh <laughs> Up. What's wrong, bro? I don't know, man. It's, it seems like I got a wild cough every now and then, nigga. Even yesterday at the blessing, bro. You gotta stop putting hairy things in your mouth. Hell no. Your mom said, toss me a bottle of water and a <laughs> cough told, drop. She, <laughs> told me, she told me, and he was, she was like, yeah, he was like, thank you, thank you, thank you. I about died in that corner. <clears throat> I was um, like, damn, I'm so big, I can't just slide out of this road, so I'm just uh, stuck. That's why uh, when... Uh, that's why when Guai hit me up, he was like, hey, slide over. I was like, hell no, nah, I'm not reaching across you if I got to get out to go to the bathroom. I said, you stay back in the back seat, bro. Yeah, it was kind of tight, man. I don't know, bro. Shout out to Jesus. <laughs> you know what I mean? He said, hey, so when you, was talking about, you, you, when you were talking about uh, you stealing money from your grandma man. and stuff like that, there was a, there's a saying that says, don't. He's like, uh, he's like I stole he said, I took a a, um, a bike, right? He said, I took a... Uh, Somebody did steal my dino one time. Oh, damn. Off the so anyway, porch. saying that, it was like... Maybe was, that's why, because I was taking the pennies. <laughs> said, I stole the bike, and then I asked, I asked God for forgiveness. And then I noticed that God doesn't work that way. No, he doesn't. Right? That was just being childish. Because <laughs> I already know you do bad. Don't repent now, baby boy. Yeah, for real. You know, that's I think that's one thing in church that everybody try to get off. It's like I'ma act the fool Saturday night, but come tomorrow morning, nigga, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be blessed. <laughs> no, damn well last night you just did a ten lines of coke, <laughs> smoked a few blunts. You don't know how many wild times out. growing up, bro. And now you, tomorrow you in there. Growing up, you see other people like, you know, in places y'all not supposed to be at. You feel me? You over yeah. here wilding out and you're dancing and you're you make eye contact with a boy, and he make eye contact with you, and you're like, hey, what's up? Da, da, da. Next thing you know, he over there singing with the choir the next morning. You're like, fam, I just <laughs> seen you last night dropping in low in the club. Yeah, and you over here got a solo? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, it be them dudes, that was, bro. That was one of the funniest things to me growing It'd up. Be like, you be dudes. in church, somebody catch the Holy Ghost, and then y'all get out of church, leave, you hear them cussing somebody out. I'd be like... What what That's just my happened? mom's bro That's what my mom's just happened bro My mom's be over here Trying to sound all holy in church And then she she be yelling and stuff At the end of church I'm like Did you not learn anything? 
Sitting there for an hour, two hours. What do they say? Be kind to thy neighbor. Oh, I like that one. I like. Did how, I make that up? I like how I like. Shout out to Mo, <laughs> Moana, right? Shout out to Moana's pops. I like how that nigga went up and bore his testimony, and he made up a whole scripture. That oh, nigga. This nigga's crazy. <laughs> they said he said in the book of Amos. It said you know in the book of what Amos. There's a book of Amos. There's okay. a book of Amos. All right. I'm about to say, but I he ain't said heard this. He said the book of Amos and the, the book of Amos talks about uh like uh God revealing nothing to the people unless it's to his prophets. Mm. And then he'll let us know, you know what I mean? Right, so right. when he was saying the scripture, he said God revealed nothing to the prophets, to the people, only prophets to the seers, to the revelators, to the <laughs> <laughs> I said, listen, man. Hey, yeah, to, to me, you know that. To me, that's what church is really about. It's about speaking, what calling niggas on no, their bullshit no, no. when they saying the wrong scripture. Not that, but it's like oh. you read a scripture and you got to interpret it as you see it. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, so, I mean, ain't so that what I, it is? I had this gay dude. He was my teacher back in the day in high school, and he said, "People say that it's bad to be gay." But in the scripture, in the scripture, it said it's bad to play with pig skin. And he said, that's what it said. It said in the scripture, it's bad to play with pig skin. He was like, pig skin now is a football. Mm. He's like, so all those who are playing football are committing sin. And he was like, but are they? He was like, it just depends on how you interpret it. I said, the Bible talks about you being gay specifically. See, it's not working a raid around no bush talking about some pig skin it's talking about being gay and stuff and you over here but this was another thing that was brought that up way. like people that's, that's some shit that I heard a conversation about where that is a thing in church still but yet them people still talking talking that shit to the gay community that there's other shit in the bible too that niggas is doing on the side like Preachers and shit committing yep, adultery, exactly, yep. like doing all this crazy Taking shit. Taking money, like yep. you in, you in there talking crazy to that group, but yeah, you about to go knock down the uh, the usher after church. Yep, I seen I seen more gay. I tell you this, I see more gay people loyal to the church than most. You know, most people who say they are. Oh, for sure. Who feel like they are, but following that's why God at the end stuff. of the day, it's like, what the fuck do it matter? Your orientation in the field, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just saying, why? Yeah, it, I just feel like as long as you act like a good person, correct. you do good, you do right by me, I do right by you, I do. Then we both do right let's by the be church. Honest, how many gay we people saw. do you, have you seen or known? And when you walk past, they trying to approach you and give you that type of energy. You know what I mean? Wait, wait, wait. What kind giving of you the energy, like say a nigga walked past you that was gay. Uh-huh. Has a nigga ever walked past you trying to give you the energy, like he was trying to press up on you? Nah, bro. Unless I show it first. <laughs> what? I mean, what are you talking about right now? What you mean? If what kind you, of energy you talking about, like the sexual? But that, that's energy? what I'm saying. Like, is, has a gay nigga ever the approached vibes? you, like trying to crack you, get at you, nigga? That's what I'm saying. You, like, no, that, unless I try you to first. But that's what I'm saying, bro. What the fuck are you talking about, like? If you try it first, are you doing this shit on the weekends? Like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? What did you say? Like, you know how you play around? So I was, uh, I'm telling you this. No, so it ain't no playing around. I was playing I'm around. saying, bro, like you out in the field, nigga. And like, <coughs> I, I know I've seen gay yeah, dudes. Yeah, you can't these, nigga, these niggas ain't coming at no straight niggas because they, they, they not even with that type of vibe, nigga. They going to peep mm. if you gay or not, dog. So it's like, it's not going to affect you. The only way it's going to affect you if somebody enters your personal space and violates you at that yeah. point. I bought an ice cream one time. 
at McDonald's and my brother was in the passenger seat and I said, look, check this out. And I started, you know, licking it all sexual and stuff. Just because I knew your old boy was probably... This the shit you off. do That's on the weekends. Saying. All right. What happened? What's going on with the ice cream cone? So old boy point? was like, looking at me like... That shit was hanging deep out your throat by now or what? And you're like, what the fuck is going on, bro? All over my, my face. <laughs> And old boy that was giving, you know, he was like, oh, and you well, wanted that's, that's to cheat. That's, that's on you, fam, if you entice That's what I'm niggas. saying, unless I press myself upon you well, first. That is my point. Are you giving the energy to these, to people <laughs> to approach you in this manner? And then you'd be like, psych, nigga. <laughs> and then you hit that and, gas like, but, yeah. But then it'd be too late. He done already grabbed you. What? That's on you, from bro. From where? How he grabbed me? From inside the uh, I don't know, maybe. The window? Maybe I don't know what so he's he did So too late You pay with a card So now he knows he your did. first and last name He will find you Damn That's too bad baby boy That's technology <laughs> They gonna put a uh, Damn What's that called I don't know Been watching too many crime shows Let me shows. grab the word Let me grab the word for you They put too many Shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> Oh god This that light is bulb, huh? crazy <coughs> but yeah, my nigga. Yeah. <laughs> well, one year of Spark That Talk podcast. One year anniversary, fun. fellas. Yeah. Or comadres, compadres. To all of y'all out there listening and tuning in, we appreciate y'all. Thank That's you. a big fact, man. Uh, yeah, if this was your first time listening to an episode, stay tuned. You understand? Yeah, we gonna have we a gonna, roasting session. Yeah, we gonna days. we gonna start bringing. We got. I know we got a lot more coming for y'all. Though I know that we are gonna start reaching out to some people, get a few interviews going. We are gonna actually, you know, bring some more topics to y'all. Like today we was really just cooling and vibing off the top, but we're gonna be bringing some more shit y'all way. And y'all know, like always, like stay tuned. Every Thursday is an episode, and like, you can follow us on Instagram at Spark That Talk. That's our main. Our main social media we have at this moment. Yep. And, you know, we just got more to come, dog. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Happy one year to us. Happy one year to all of us. <laughs> you know, we're trying to make something Making sound so Making up taglines and shit. Happy one year to us. No, no, no. Happy one year to all of us. Feel a part of the community. That's all he's trying to do. Until then, until next time, y'all. It's your boy Jones. And your boy Jay Lata. Stay safe, America. Wiggle my bows. Comes a light to the winds, to success, we alright. See my kin, turn my foes, see my friends come and go. See them killing cold blood, only Lord knows my struggle. At times the devil tried to take my soul. I had to take control, I couldn't let go. It's hot enough living in this hell. Yeah. But I've all through it. We can do anything we want to, want to. If streets is rough, there ain't no fucks to. Give, we just need someone to run to, yeah. Black skin, kings and queens, please come through. It's our time now.